What's going on? We're getting it today. Art. Steve Love, what's going on? Yes, brother? sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good to be here, man. Happy to see you guys. Well, I mean, the people, right. not not Nev, the people. Ne- never Nev, never Nev. <laughs> never not Nev, Nev, not Nev. Yeah. There you go. As, as long as you know. As long as you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We are uh, we're talking about art today, man. Uh, first question I want to lay on you guys is is real simple. What the fuck is art? It's actually not a simple question, but Steve, go ahead, get in on that. <laughs> uh, when, you, when, you, when you think about art, art is the expression or application of human creative skill and imagination. Typically, from it might be visual, such as paintings or sculptures, or it can be audibly, um, such as singing or rapping. Art essentially is what you make of it. Yeah, that that I don't know how to. Trump that answer. That's exactly right. Um, I don't know. Art feels like emotion, right? Like it's like whatever that is inside of somebody, you know, comes out of them in whatever medium. And then, but it's funny with art because it really doesn't ever mean the same thing to the same people, to different people, right? Like you can listen to a song and you feel a way about it that I don't necessarily get. Or like I could look at a painting and be like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. And you're like, dog, you don't see Oh, a wolf howling at the moon? No, I don't. So, you know, I feel like it's one of those unique things that you can't, it's hard to price because everybody's value of it is different. Yeah, I feel the same way, man. I It's almost like when you were little kids and I don't know if you guys did the thing where you'd lay down on grass and you look up at the clouds and like everyone's looking at the same cloud, but there's like five different interpretations of that same cloud. I'm like, what are you seeing? I don't see that. I just see a guy smoking. What are you talking about? And then they see something completely different. It's like it's like what you're saying, right? It's it's all in the interpretation. It's all in like yeah. what you see. Um, and that's, that's what art is. Yeah, and it's like when you really and then like really good art or like art that's sold, you it seems like you're always buying the story, you know, like mm-hmm. you know always buy art because of the technique somebody can have a really good technique you know and it's like "Mm," you know but the story is so much more impactful in how you take it in you know did you guys hear about the story um this uh this artist was commissioned to do two pieces for a museum and I forgot the price. Let's just say it was $2 million that they gave her or whatever, right? And she came back and she gave them two blank canvases and said it was art. And they I said, you know what? That. It is art. <laughs> Yo, right? Or the dude who, like, taped a banana on the wall. Was that at Art Basel a couple of years ago or something like that? Mm-hmm. He taped a banana on the wall and, like, the process of it rotting was art. Is it art? I mean... Art is a straight up interpretation. Go ahead, Steve. I think I think also art is a, a is a, a way of documenting history. 
when you think about ancient civilizations, <clears throat> our connection to these ancient civilizations is the sculptures, it's the murals, it's all those fundamental things that allow you to get a glimpse and, and get an uh, understanding of what it is. When you think about, go ahead, sir. No, my bad. I was gonna say before we even continue, um, can can we just name just like shout out the different types of art that we have? Like Steve, you started. You said sculpture. There is um, uh, paintings. Like what else do we have? Mosaics. Learned that one in the fourth grade. <laughs> Remember those <laughs> paper mache? I, can you really get off paper mache in like the real high class art world? You probably can, bro. If if, if this lady could go ahead and give a blank canvas, I think we could do anything at this point. Graffiti. Look at Banksy, man. Like, remember when he had that picture and they auctioned it off at Christie's, and then he shredded it right he there in front it. of him, and then it like tripled in value because he shredded it. Like, dude, insane. Art is wild. But music, right? Music is art. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Literature, cinema, Literature, art, theater, movies, architecture. Architecture. It's got art in it, so by default, right? Architecture. <laughs> Right, um, <laughs> dance. Right, I'm gonna take it to the hood. Is stripping art? Can you? Could I go to the strip club? Like, hey, I'm here as an art collector. Let me tell you, really study up on this. It's in the eye of the beholder. More. It's in the eye of the beholder. So those uh, the uh, the tech guys that go out to the uh, to the club once in a while, then you know that's art to them. That's an NFT right there, boo. Keep that pose. Don't you move. <laughs> the way that twerk is hidden, that's perfectly. <laughs> And that's the interpretation of the culture right now. That's deep. <laughs> oh man. Um speaking about, you know, like art, different types of art and whatever it is. Um, I, I have another question. Why is or two questions? One question and then follow-up. So is black art in demand right now? Yes. Here's why I say that. Here's why I say that, because black people have money. And black people want to support and really not even support, but they identify with black art, right? These, the stories that are told there mean something, you know? So, I mean, obviously the music is, you know, you can't, that's almost undeniable. Like black music is never not in demand. It is music for most popular music anyway. <clears throat> um, well, the majority. But like it's number one, it's number one on all charts. Yeah, you're you're correct. It's number one. It, it passed rock um some few years ago. Yeah. And I mean, even look at like these big fashion houses who are I guess fashion is probably another art that we kind of glossed mm -hmm. over, but you know, look at who they're hiring and how the their um you know how their collections are are leaning more towards like streetwear and urban and stuff like that. So black art is in high demand. Is it being appropriated? Well, that's another question. I think, and I agree with you. I think black art is in high demand because black people are in high demand. Uh, black people dictate uh, cult, dictate how the world goes because everyone wants to be like black people, right? And that's why when Africans were brought to the U.S. as slaves, they were stripped of their identity because they wanted to craft the African American experience for themselves, right? To to take away their identity. And what has happened throughout history, um, art has been the redocumentation uh, and then the giving of existence to the to the African American culture. Do you feel Great. like do you feel like black art 
when people express themselves through art, um, black people, I should say, when they express themselves through art, is it like a thing where it's like you're, you're recapturing your culture? Do you guys feel like that? It, um, so there's, there's, there's a German philosopher named Theodore Adorno who said the condition of truth is allowing suffering to speak. Um, and what that has to do with art is when you have an artist, the true artist, who speak from their very existence you can see their stories told in what they in, in what they portray because mm-hmm. that, that's at the essence of who they are it and people who identify with the with that artist can also identify with that so yeah it's so funny i'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. real quick i gotta pause i'm gonna pause steve you need okay. to stop coming to these shows so damn correct <laughs> you're making me and billy look bad yeah Nah, that's just Steve, man. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Steve is a culture motherfucker, man. You know, like this man talking about you know, Greek philosophers. Don't listen. Don't if you competing for, for a girl with Steve, don't let him get her on a dinner date because he's going. Do it. It's do over. It. You lost. You don't lost. This conversation is crazy. He's he's killing it. Um, but no, I, I wanted to touch on something Steve said that was profound. Most most things he said, but. He talked about suffering, you know, and I think so much of art and good art that really hits people is pain, you know, mm-hmm. like everybody feels pain. Pain is universal. You know, I don't care where you are in your life. There is an element of pain there and you need the pain to under to recognize the pleasure. Right. Where's the light without the dark? But I think in music, which is something you know, I'm, I'm probably most close to and probably in even in painting too, like the pieces that have pain in them really resonate they seem to be like oof, that one is you know that's gonna go high at christie's does that make am i registering yeah, yeah, that, that does make a lot of sense it, don't, it, it it's an interesting thing right it's like these um these negative things that happen um there's this beautiful thing that come out of it and it's very interesting as well if you look at social media right like the most um, negative things that are put on the feed is the ones that get the most clicks. It's the one that gets get the most um, attention, the most shares, whatever it is. Like, it, it, it's an interesting thing. I don't know what that is. And how that goes into art is that the pain, like, I guess, is, is pain good? Is, that, is, like, is it a good thing to have pain? Probably, yes. I mean, I think, like I was saying, like, you have to have... You can't have one without the other. Like you don't, you can't recognize pleasure if you don't know what the opposite is, where it lands on the spectrum of good versus bad. Um, so I think really in music is probably more profound than in art because as I think about it myself, like what kind of art do I want to buy? I don't want to buy fucking crying babies. I don't want to buy scenes of enslavement. I don't. I want to see scenes of freedom. I want to see beauty. You know, I want to see things that are like lush you know those mm-hmm. are the types of i do have one piece in my home that is very provocative and thought-provoking um it's a serious piece um it was actually painted by a guy named robert peterson who i was introduced to through um swiss beats swiss has um uh, a, a thing no that commission. he does yeah no commission you're right in the dean collection like i think his contribution at, at least right now into like the world of art especially in in african-american culture swiss beats and his like connection with artists especially upcoming artists 
is probably undervalued right now. I think we'll look back in the history books and be like, damn, Swiss, and he got his break with he got put on through he these guys too. Like, I think he's um definitely a, a, someone of note that's worth talking about and giving flowers to. I think um I think it's some something interesting that he's trying to to do the whole I, well this is what I believe that he's trying to do if I, if I'm wrong here someone correct me um uh, Billy correct me if I'm wrong um uh, but he's trying to make sure that there is always commission that's given to the artists um no matter what the artist is continuously paid throughout um the the the, the face of their uh their artwork um if you look at music right music goes onto a streaming platform and every single time that 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 uh, piece is streamed or that record is streamed, there's a, a percentage that goes to the actual artist. Now, when it comes to visual art, when that piece is sold, each time it's sold, it, the only time that the artist is paid is the first time that the artist sells it. So when it goes up in value, that, 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 um, that money, the increase, you don't get any part of it at all. I believe um, that that will change with NFTs, I believe that you'll be able to track it um, throughout the history of the um, of it being bought, and each time that it's getting bought, the percentage will go back to the artist. And I think that's something that's really cool. But that only will exist in a digital space, and I can't hang an NFT in my house. You know, like, and there's only True. so much. Only time that NFT is going to bang is if Mark Zuckerberg is right and this metaverse thing rolls. You know, <laughs> you know. But I like, think, honestly, I think he is looking at. And, and you know what? As much as I hate it, like I look at my son right now, I can hear him in the other room. He's playing Roblox. He's yeah. Playing Roblox. You know what he's doing in Roblox? He's trying to get limited items that nobody else has. Yep. Right. He's seven, eight years old coming up with this. Like, I'm not saying coming up with this, but this is part. He's not creating the concept, but it's embedded in him. Like he's this is how he ex is experiencing the world. And I think NFTs are going to be very much normal to him you know and the value will be there like oh this is an exclusive one-on-one -on -one that i can put on my avatar mm -hmm. for two hundred thousand. do you do financing you know what i'm saying like I, I think the value is different for us we're like nah why would i buy that i can't even use it it's not even real but right. i think for them they spend a lot more this metaverse shit fucking scary I, I think two things, right? One, I think we should identify for the audience what an NFT is. But um, going back to um, the original question about why um, I think it was talking about like pain is, is, is significant to people who, who identify with. Yeah. So pretty much. Like, is, is pain important? Pretty much. Pain, I, I think so too. I, I think it's also as we, and, and, I'll, and I'll go to the NFT question afterwards, but as we go through life, right? It's the lived experiences that we share kind of relate to us right so when you think about it it's it's a form of self-actualization because truly right aren't we all waiting to be read by somebody praying that they'll tell us that we make sense and when we see that in an artist right it's like oh like this makes sense like i can identify with this now going to nfts nfts are non-fungible tokens right and and the simplest way for our, for our listeners to understand that it is basically a digital representation of a digital asset that you keep. I think that is probably the simplest way uh, to, to identify with. Um, look, man, look, I, I, 
I'm gonna kick you off the show, man. You're coming too correct, all right? <laughs> you don't need all this knowledge here to today, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think one important part of the NFT explanation is the tie into a blockchain and a smart contract, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. what's gonna enable that those sales into perpetuity is because there's a there's an entry onto the blockchain, which is just a ledger, basically. It's a communal ledger that's you know supposedly incorruptible, right? But it just always keeps the track of it. So if you were to create an NFT and it's sold and sold and sold every time it is sold based on that smart contract, because it's, it's purchased in tokens, right? In coins, you know, digital cryptocurrencies. So a portion of that sale would automatically kick over to whatever, you know, wallet or, you know, place that you're holding those assets. So that is empowering, right? I mean, imagine even you know, music doing that, you know, I think about Wu-Tang Clan. I feel like that album they made for Martin Shkreli was like the first NFT. That was a big piece of art, a one-on-one, you know, you could only get it one time. Um, but I think the problem is they don't, they don't share in any of those future sales of that album. You know, one thing that um, will be interesting for me to see how it, the NFT space um, kind of adapts to and it's also the same thing that it goes a problem for the present art world is how money laundering works, right? Because the art world has a big money laundering problem because it's like, okay, I have this asset that you deem it to be at $1.5 billion, but who creates the intrinsic value, right? And, and people just use that as a means to move to, 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 to flip money from person to person. So I would be interested Stop to calling see me out, Steve. How, how that works. If, if you do that, that's all on you, right? Yeah, so, right. Yeah. Then when you get a Mona Lisa? Um, Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you now, nah, but you're um, right. I mean, money laundering won't be as easy. Well, I don't know. I feel like in with blockchain and crypto, there's all of these different ways you can get creative and you know, hide money from the government. But really, if to me, in my mind, it feels like it's probably the most traceable because there is an incorruptible record of it. Like, right. like how do I, like with cash, you don't really know, you know, you know. And also, you don't know if I'm hiding the real version and selling the fake version, you know, like in, in real art, like painted art. Like, so I think if you really want to get, like, if you're a true criminal, and I know it's a couple of y'all out there listening because I told you to listen when we spoke at the meeting. Um, you probably are still... <laughs> I don't know what meeting he's talking about, guys! <laughs> You're probably, uh, you know, still in, in, in um, you know, real-world assets, not not digital NFTs, or as we like to call it, the criminal meeting, niggas facing time. No. <laughs> Change the topic a little bit here. Um, perfect, perfect time. <laughs> um, what kind of art do you guys gravitate towards? And and I I want to say that you um, consume and that you produce. I think everyone's an artist, and I think everyone consumes art. Steve. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, I think it all, the whole gamut, right? Um, 
I I scribble and scrabble with with, with my pen and my pad. Uh, I probably should have been a battle rapper, but uh, my mama did. My mama did, was wasn't too fond of that. Um, you could have been like Will Smith, Willard Smith. He doesn't curse in any of his lyrics. You could have battled. That would have like been, yeah. That, Let me see was, you battle yeah, no, without yeah, cursing. Come on, where not, you grow up at? That's not gonna. That's not gonna. That's not gonna work. Uh, that wouldn't have worked. Um, so, um, but interestingly enough, right? Going in, going as form of art. I think literature is the thing that um, initially has kind of grabbed to me. If you, if you, if you're in my apartment. You see, I have a ton of books um, in the apartment. And with that, uh, uh, building a repertoire of words to use to, to throw out. Um, I, like, I like rap music. Yes, to finesse your girl at the wine and dine. Let's finesse go. the girl at the, at the wine and dine. He's or, been finessing them in the DMs, man. That's what he does. Go. He gets them in the DMs. I know not what you speak of. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I think that um, kind of has gravitated me to this, this podcast space, to um, public speaking, to to it all. I um, I have a oh, I have a, I have a one on one piece that I'll show you guys in a moment that I painted a couple a couple of weeks ago. Um, so the paintbrush oh, has got a Basquiat on our hands. <laughs> you know, you know, he was Haitian, man. You know, so. It's, it's it's in it's in our Haitian blood, I think. Yeah, so I think I dabble in it all. I did not know Basquiat was Haitian. I, I, yeah. I, he was Haitian I and Puerto Rican. Haitian and Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's York. real New York right there. Yeah, born yeah. in the sixties. Yeah. Uh, at, at like at like seventeen, eighteen, he began his work. No formal training. Also, document his lived experiences, whether it was through spray through, through spray pants to, to the canvas. He he spoke what was true to him um in in his art. You know, it's it's one thing I, I'm picking up with artists as I like listen to more of them and follow them, is like they seem to have less of a buffer between like like who they are and how they express themselves. You know, like I don't think you can catch a true artist <clears throat> ever code switching. They ain't they ain't doing it's not in their DNA. They don't know how to do it. Oh, let's go, yeah. Steve. Pretty little cloud. That's real. Uh, that's For all like, the people uh, that can you can you can you show that up again? Let me describe it to the people that cannot see us. They're listening to us uh, via stream. So, guys, uh, what I'm looking at here is a very beautiful piece of art. This should be uh, valued more than the Mona Lisa. I'm gonna tell you right now. Now we see at the top it is yellow, and there are birds flying. I'm not sure um, that I knew that Steve could create such a thing. And then right below the yellow, there is this uh, beautiful, um, luscious mountainscape. It's like a mountainscape there. Oh, I see that. Several mountainscapes. Different. Okay, okay. And then under that is what? What, Billy? What do you see there? What, what's that like? Little? Is it violet? I don't know. I'm not really. Good I don't colors. know what that is. Probably I see colors. some trees. There's definitely some trees in here. I mean, this to me feels very Wyoming. You know, this feels like a scene from Utah, like sunset in oh. Bozeman, Montana. You know, that's oh. what I'm picking up. From this, he, you he know? did this when he he visited Yay. This is when he no, went out no, to see no. Yay. This piece is called Joy. Um, family, friends, and food. Joy. So joy. So uh, this is uh. Where's the food part? Is this? Is those? Is that gravy? 
no, I think no, he's no. gonna eat the birds or something. I don't know. <laughs> is that no, it's, it's, is it's, this a hot dog? It could be whatever it is. <laughs> but, <laughs> but with it right on the back of it, I have a joyous feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Joy is the attitude of the heart and spirit. Um, so as you look at this piece, the piece represents joy. You know, what what uh what brings about happiness to, to, to you. Did you write those words yourself, sir? Are those your words, your quote? No, I don't think so. Another two things, one. two things. I got two. one is an idea, and the other one is um just a comment. First idea, right? You said I was about food, and you had wrote on the back. Imagine if you painted like really good food, and then on the back of it, there was a recipe for it. So it's like literally a secret recipe. The only place you can get this recipe is if you own this painting, and if you share it, you the painting will self-destruct. Nah, I don't know about that. Um, but also, I just noticed, like, you showing us that painting, right, just points to another thing that artists have, and that's an ability to be vulnerable, you know, mm -hmm. or or the confidence to, like, not care about critiques, you know, or, like, how people are, you know, judging uh, expression of themselves. Like, it's, it's just, this is a true form of you, right? You're being vulnerable to the world. So, you know, kudos to you for doing that. You will never see my art because uh, I don't have the ability to be vulnerable like that. I, I Well, I, thin -skinned. I disagree. I think that what we're doing right now is art. I think you are putting out a form of art right now. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a stab at my own question. Um, the art that I produce is a, a mixture of... Um, Conversation. I think conversation is an art. I think that you could um, look at it as such. And literature. I, I like to write. I actually have a book out. It's called Last Breath. Um, I like that form of art to express myself, right? But then when it comes to consuming art, man, I love me some hip hop. I love me some hip hop and I love, I love canvas art. And it doesn't necessarily have to be any one over the other. Um, I have a, a really, like this, uh, I just love art. I just love like visual art. I go to the museum, sit down and just like immerse myself in art. And I have a favorite, uh, one of my favorite artists, uh, Patishka uh, Muir. Um, mm. Bill, Bill, you know, you, we work. Yeah, you know, phenomenal artist. Absolutely. Yeah. She uh, makes really, really great stuff. And she actually did the cover of my book uh, for me. So that was really dope. Let's go. Um, I First off, I'm married to artists. Like my wife is a phenomenal painter, woodworker. Um, I don't know what do you call people who do stuff with clay. A sculptor, molder. She's got great hands for like making fucking like things with yarn. You know what I'm saying? Like, she just is great. This table next to me, she just is so good with like her hands and building and, and doing things. My son, even, you know, like he draws and, you know, she just bought him an easel, some canvases to paint. So they're super talented. Um, I make, I used to make, I used to make hip hop songs. So, um, let, totally less classy. Like, some of the names of the songs that I made were, um, Ass fat booty soft. Let's go with that. Um, <laughs> prostitute. That was a good one. Um, she ain't got no money. 
Yeah, it was definitely one for the for the um and I think I can fuck Lindsay Lohan. So like those are the types <laughs> of films I was making. And you know, I don't know how who would classify those as art, but you know, people were listening. I had people DM me like, man, I love that. But to me, it was kind of some bullshit. But I think sometimes that you might set out to make something of pure entertainment value, but it you in doing so, you open yourself up and things come out of you that are actually more profound and resonate. I think that's a I think uh, that brings about something interesting, right? Um we all have these mediums of art. And I think one question to explore is how can art improve the quality of your life? Man, this um that question instantly makes me think about my boy um Sean, who has uh, the look don't touch TV. And one of the it's it's a podcast you guys should definitely check out. It, it, one of the episodes is um does art come from life or does life come from art? Something like that. Like it, it just talks about that whole situation. And it's like, man, like how how does art improve life or how does life improve art? Like which one really comes first? Um, I don't know. I just wanted to throw that out there. Like that, it's a good question. I don't even know how to answer it. To be honest. I think at this point, we're probably so in the feedback loop of those two things playing off of each other that are, they're like, it's imperceptible. What's the, which one came I, first? It's chicken I or think, egg? I, no, but I, I think that, I think life came first, right? I'm going to tell you why. Because I think art is the expression of what's inside of you, right? And I think that art is just, is, is just your communicating that with the world. And how, how does art improve life? Art makes you more reflective. Um, well, I got a question. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm bad. It's already too late. You already cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> the damage is done. <laughs> I don't, I don't fuck that. Um, well, I, if you if you believe in God, do you believe that we're living in His art? So, life is art. So, art came first. I don't know. I mean, who I don't know. I dare not try to put myself in the mindset of the creator and understand why I was drawn onto his pad. But I mean, I do believe you, in the matrix in this metaverse. We're getting closer. All right. If, <laughs> if you look at scripture, right, it, it says in the beginning, God created, it says that he spoke the words into existence, right? So, mm. no, I'll never be able to be in the mind of the creator right it is there must have been something there and as he spoke it to an existence it created art because it, it it's he took he took darkness from the so it was dark he then created light light and darkness then you have this and that and all you see is when, when you look at it right and then i don't have the passage in front of me each thing kind of builds upon itself so there was the sun and the light then there was vegetation and then there was people so it's all about a systematic way of improving. Um, and even then, when you look at it, look look at how the the landscapes, the natural lands, and, and look at how beautiful they are, right? Mm. The, conceptually, people, there's some things that people cannot draw. It all is a craftsmanship of the, the God, God's hand. 
You know, it's thinking about how art can improve life. Think about like how art helps put you in that flow state. You know, it like eliminates all of the noise. Like you can plug in your headphones and like do some of your best work. You know, you can actually create really great art. Uh, if you're in a really serene place, you know, or if you're seeing some really beautiful movement, like it, it inspires you, you know, it helps you eliminate the noise and the busyness of the world and like focus on, you know, one thing or like, it, it can help, you know, spark thought that like pulls, you know, the strain, a string that's in your mind. That's like this endless ball of ideas. So, you know, I think art is definitely a life improver. And I think more more people use it to improve their life on a daily basis than they might even give credit to. I think it's also because it's reflective, right? We, yeah, we talked in the beginning point. about how pain is, is sought through art, right? And how it's expressed through art. Like that in itself can be a way of, of healing somebody, right? So like that vision, that being able to reflect it, that being able to process it, that can also be a healer for said person, right? And that be, then brings about a conversation, you know, yeah. Steve, um, I don't remember, oh, sorry, I don't know if you remember um, this, there was one time I was in Hoboken, I was walking down the street and I, I randomly gave you a call and like, I, I had this like aha moment of co-creation and how I believe that art is co-creation, right? Like at the end of the day, the, when you produce art, it's not done. It, it, it continues to mold into something different, right? When Jay drops an album, that art, that piece of art is still being built after because of the conversation that happens because there's a different interpretation that each person has of that particular art. Um, with that being said, there's a book that I read to help me get better at my craft of writing. It's my, it's my hobby, but I, I call it my craft. And um, in, the book is called The Art of the Subtext. And it's pretty much talking about what you interpret that isn't said in a book. When you write in a book, right? Like you write like a couple of words in the book. What is it, or sorry, what's there that isn't being said? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you say mm -hmm. she walked to, to the door, her heart was pounding uh, before she opened it, she gasped. What's, being, what's not being said there is that she's probably scared. She's anxious. Alone. But you could, you get it from the words that are, are written and that's the art of the subtext. And so it's like, can you like, but, but someone may interpret it a little bit different. So the, so co-creation I think is like, that's, that's true art. If you put out art and you could co-create with the interpreter, I think that's a really cool thing. Yeah. You know, the mind's eye is a very like lucid thing and it's, you know, sometimes you can put art out that's very nebulous, but somehow the masses really kind of focus it and make it into something that is like in our all and all of our own shared consciousness. Um, I think Jay-Z as a rapper is pretty good at doing stuff like that from time to time. You know, he can speak in, you know, his music is left kind of coded. I think Future, too, like half of the stuff Future says, I don't even totally know what you're saying, but it evokes an emotion and I feel like 
we're all in the same place when we're hearing this, you know? Yeah, like, I feel like Kendrick too, right? Like Kendrick does that yeah. a lot. Yeah, so it's it is definitely an art. Nas, yeah. I'm like be listening to I'll be listening to like Kendrick and Nas. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling this. I don't know why I'm feeling it though. I don't know why I'm feeling, <laughs> but I'm feeling it. This is some good some good shit, but I don't know why it's good shit. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing about music, man. It's so dynamic, you know. Like there's stuff that will strike a chord with you, and and it's and you can discover. You know, I wish I had a, a place where I could really discover new art. I guess a museum, <laughs> but like it's hard to get there. Um, or maybe it's not. I go other go places. to the MoMA. I I need to. I think I or will. sorry, go to MCA. MCA is actually better, in my opinion. I. Yeah, I'm in Chicago. So what is that? What's that one that's down off of Lakeshore? The Mocha or M- MCA? MCA? MCA. MCA. Yeah. I I used to live like like a 15 minute walk away from that that spot. I used to go there like almost every other week or something like that. Like I used to love that spot. That's the um, shit. I'm, I'm into I, that. I got I got one thing for you guys. Right. All right. What would life be without art? Life is art. So life life would be nothing, in my opinion. And be pretty much a robots, man. Like this, it would be the metaverse. It would be don't go in there, stay away from it. But the metaverse is art too. Mm-hmm. Is, think about it. it. Think of, yeah. It. Without art, there would be no noise and tones to music, but no music. There'll be letter and words, but no stories to recollect verbs and novels. There'll be pictures, but no movies. There'll be colors and dots and no lines, but no figures. There'll be shapes and materials, but no sculptures. There wouldn't be a way to express human ideas, emotions, and imagination, memories, and thoughts. It'd be black. Yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up, Steve. Get out of here. No, that's a. I feel like Steve has been waiting all episodes to drop that one, bro. It's like he rehearsed it. (laughs) 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 Big sculptures with no shapes, with no sculpture. What? Yeah, nah. Life without art would be trash. It would be trash. So thank God for the artists of the world, you know, as a consumer. Billy, you touched on something before uh, I want to bring up. You mentioned um, it is something along the lines of like, it's hard to be an artist and code switch. Yeah. I want to talk about artists and corporate. Corporate is well known for code switching, but artists Mm -hmm. that are in corporate have a hard time. Billy used to be a manager. Yeah. Literally while I had a job. Yeah. Because it's, it, and I think it feel like a lot. Of, I knew some artists who wanted to manage themselves. I'm like, that's a terrible mm. idea. Because two things are gonna suffer: your art is gonna suffer, and then also your business is gonna suffer. Like it's mm. like trying to have a great career and raise a perfect family. It's impossible. One of the two is gonna get less of you. Um, and I think for artists, the same holds true for their art because, like, you know. All of the, the things that go into it, like the money behind art should never be the focus of it. Mm. You know, like once that happens, you start to try and please people with your art. And that's not necessarily being true to you, you know. So you have to divorce the idea of making money for making art for money from the art itself, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's why 
and you got to empower the people whose job it is to do that. Like I was introduced as well. My cousin, my cousin introduced me to Swiss, but in his circle, it's just some extremely talented people like his PR. I remember one time she told me, she's like, listen, my job is not to critique the art itself. My job is to find an audience for it. Right. Some art is easier to find audiences for than others. And I'm like, damn, right? Like that should be their job. That should never be the artist's job to find the audience. It's to make the product. And if there's a large enough audience for it, you'll be surprised at how many people are going to clamor to try and help you connect to that audience because there's value in the connection. They make money. You make money. But as an artist, like if you're like, oh, I'm an artist on the side, that's great. But you're going to find two things. One, it's going to take you a lot longer to get to your goal. And two, some of the shit you make in the near term might be shitty. You got to go all in. Unfortunately. What you you said is so powerful. Um, The whole idea that you shouldn't be making art for the money. You should be making art for, like, the people. You know, a lot of people, when I told them I was writing a book, a lot of people came to me and asked me, who's your audience? Who are you writing this book for? And my answer was, for myself. I'm writing yeah. the book for me. This is for me. Yeah. I, if I'm being I mean, honest unless you with write you. like a self-help book, you know, like how to draw Pythagorean triangles, right? Well, there's a really <laughs> clear audience for who that's for. But like, right. if you're writing like, and I, I don't know if that's art, that's instruction. So I guess it's two different things. Yeah, but like, I don't. I'm not gonna go on a rant or anything, but like the uh, please rant, please rant. (laughs) I'm just like the idea where people start to critique your art because they don't connect with it. Jay Z said a line once: "It costs you nothing. Pay me no mind." Like at the end of the day, this is my art. It ain't yours. If you don't, if you don't fuck with it, you don't have to. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like if you bought the book and you don't like it everyone that bought the book and you don't like it don't at me um don't be mad at me um i'll do better next time for myself um but i will kind of think about you <laughs> i mean i think go ahead steve no nah, I, I i think it's i think it's all is a matter of mindset right i think going back to education uh people have been educated in a certain way that their 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 life is to turn out a, a profit, right? They're conditioned to this way, to be this way, to be this way. Um, the thing about artists, right? Artists are people who break free from that said construct, right? And most people, when they give you advice, they give you advice from their limited range of understanding of things based on what they would do if they were in your situation. Not realizing they're not in your situation, they probably never get it because there are cogs and pogs in not the metaverse, but this current verse of capitalism, right? And they'll never understand what it means to create. What do we call them again, Steve? They're what? They're, they're what? Cogs and pogs. Cogs and pogs. Let's go. Cogs let's go. Yo, let's go. I just realized something. So you got the metaverse, the universe. 
and versus. Come on, Swiss. <laughs> he is right in line. Let's go. <laughs> He's killing it. Let's Yo, go. I thought you were gonna go multiverse. I was like, oh, oh, oh get in the multiverse. Hell of versus, man. At the end of the day, it all comes back to versus. Plural. It all comes back to how Jada kissed body. Body. Like Swiss attempt put that together, that versus thing, like in the middle of a struggle. I mean, I think it started, they would do like beat battles on the gram or whatever, but like think about how transformative something like that has been. Like that came from a struggle time. People were having a hard time really getting through and being entertained. Their live show was gone. So like you know that innovation came from there, you know, and they weren't doing it for money. This was mm. free. This was free. You know, and you guess know what? what? It turned it into to? a big check. You know who yeah. else did did it up to? D Nice. DJ, yeah, D Nice, yeah, yeah. D-Nice. I think D Nice was like, and he did it the same way. Like, I, sure, you could say there's some level of self promotion there, of course, right? As an artist, yeah, who doesn't want? I mean, that's why I'm on this platform in the first place, right? I'm on 100%. the gram to showcase my art. So that you know they'll love doing that, but the idea isn't like, hey, everybody, come, you know, you can't watch my set without contributing to my Patreon, right? That's not how that works, right? You can't, you know, come to the verses unless you, you know, contribute to the fucking buy the OnlyFans for it or whatever. I don't know what other paywalls are, but you know, like it's hey, this is for everyone, you know. And then guess what? The audience is so massive that arbiters. Of that audience or people who feel like they can ex- exploit it want to pay you. Like, hey, look, I just want to be down with y'all. You know, I want to be a part of the culture. You <laughs> I know? see something there. I see something yeah. there. Hey, so I got this malt liquor that I think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's really what ends up happening. So, oh man. And guess what? We need the money. It's so crazy how that works. Like we can produce this thing that people cannot replicate. You can't make it in a computer. You can't automate right. it. You know, you make this culture and this congregation of people, you know, and the ability to influence that culture is so valuable. Like it's Mm -hmm. literally shaping the world around us every single day. The artists that, you know, in many times were stolen, brought to this country. It's It's crazy when you think about how influential you know, this subsection of people has been not just on America, but the world, you know, through art, through art. Man, art, art is a beautiful thing. Like you, you look at history and I, I am, I, I don't know what the uh, Webster definition of art is, but I believe even basketball is art. I, I believe that entertainment is art, right? Like you, you look at the world, and the entertainers are the ones that are making not the most money, but they make a large portion of it. They make a large portion of it. Mm, I think their business. Well, I think the the art sometimes opens the door for people who don't have a ton of, you know, other collateral or access. You know, because art can become art's one of those things that can become undeniable. Like you can't stop it. It just is. It's mm-hmm. an it's an idea, you know, like you can't stop an idea. Once it's let yeah. loose, it's viral. It's everywhere. You you can't stop it. And art is is is, is very similar to that. Um, damn, I had another thought, but I lost it. Com- country commercial. 
<laughs> uh, we are now yeah. sponsored by nobody. Malt liquor. <laughs> I think. Um, I think one thing that would be cool, right, is if we could think about from, from all the different mediums of art that we have, right? What's the next thing that we on the podcast want to create? What's what's something that we're working towards? What what is something that we will we'll do this week, in a month, in the future? What is our next art piece? Well, if you're asking about the next episode, next episode is going to be about music. Um, <laughs> hoping that everyone tunes in. That will be the last episode of this season of Black Culture. Uh, you guys, if you make it to the next episode, you would have been with us for a whole season. We should make an NFT. We should make like a um, like a BP, uh, Black Ball Popular Demand NFT, right? Okay. And it's just it's just fucking Cold 45 and Black and Milds on top of a pile of money. And it looks like an old No Limit cover. You remember those No Limit? Uh, <laughs> with hella diamonds. They had... Yo, that's art. That's I would buy an NFT of a fucking um, Master P the Last Don cover with the holograph where he got the iced out. You all remember that? All right. Little do you know, I already Shut got us an NFT. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, you use your images, and I've now <laughs> going to make a lot of money off of it. Just like... Those never mind, I'm not continue with that. Let's go. I'm not gonna continue yeah, with that's that. a rabbit hole. Yeah, don't go down there. I'm not gonna continue with that at all. At all. Well, guys, listen, we, we appreciate you tuning in uh for this episode of Black by Popular Demand. We got one more episode uh for the season. The next episode is going to be so good. Make sure you tune in. It is about music. Um us three, we love music. We love music. We love to dive into hip hop. And I think it's going to be a very good uh, conversation. Make sure that you follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Um, please leave comments. We um, we want to make sure we're not going crazy and not just talking to ourselves. If we're not talking to ourselves, I mean, that's not too bad. I'm an artist. That's, I'm an artist. that's what I do. I talk to myself. <laughs> oh, man. And then check us out on any streaming network. Uh, we'll, we'll be on all. Uh, thank you so much for this. Uh, peace out.